This message was shared from the pulpit at Good News Baptist Church in Chesapeake, Virginia. For more information, visit us online at goodnewsbaptist.org. None of us deserve to have Jesus die for us and save us. And we can look at others and say, well, they don't deserve it, they're this, they're that. No, none of us deserve it. And because he loved us and the whole world, we need to love the world and, and lead them to Christ. Show them the gospel. You're in Hebrews chapter 13. And we want to just make a few applications to a few verses here. If you look at verse 1, it says this, Let brotherly love continue. Be not forgetful to entertain strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unawares. Remember them that are in bonds, as bond with them, and them which suffer adversity as being yourselves also in the body. What is the Lord telling us in this text? Well, let's take a look at it closely. Let brotherly love continue. The idea here is let it remain. That word continue is a verb that suggests that the bond was in danger of being severed. That it would discontinue. Now, what kinds of things impair and threaten our love towards brethren? What threatens our love making it possible to be cut off. What can do that? Well, we just read that in these verses. Number one, absent-mindedness. Okay, take a close look at verse two. Be not forgetful. It means to be absent-minded, distracted, mind on another thing, in another place. Be not forgetful to do what? Entertain strangers. It's the idea of hospitality. Once again, the verbs in this verse, uh, the, the tense is a present imperative with the negative means that they, were have, uh, that they have been moving forward in their lives each day without loving hospitality. They had left it off. They had stopped meeting the needs of those around them and when it says brotherly love, let that continue. They had stopped meeting the needs of believers, fellow believers. Now what is the gravity of being absent-minded and not caring for those that you come in contact with, especially God's servants? What, what is so serious about that? Well, the video reminded us of this. In a persecuted world, Christians are displaced. They have extra needs as they're fleeing. Maybe a family member finds out that they're a Christian. And they're kicked out of their home. They lose their job. They're displaced. They're on the run. And what happens in every country where there is open persecution could happen here. Where are those believers going to go for assistance? To other believers. We know from the, the New Testament, especially the book of Acts, there were places where there was intense persecution. 
And people were fleeing those cities and going to cities where there wasn't persecution. In fact, there's one time when Paul mentions the fact that he was tempted to get out of Ephesus because of the persecution there. But what's interesting is when you read the letters to the Corinthians and you read in Acts about what happened in Corinth, there wasn't this open persecution. In fact, it was a good, comfortable place to live and make money. But he tells the believers, I stayed in Ephesus. I, he tells the Corinthians, I could have come to you, but instead I stayed in Ephesus in spite of the persecution because that's where God put me. And by the way, the context there, remember where Paul says there is a great door, effective door open for me, but there are many adversaries? He was writing that to the Corinthians while he's in Ephesus. Now there's another reason this is so important, not only taking care of the body of Christ, because someday, not only does it honor the Lord, show love to Him and others, someday you may need it. But there's even more, because at the end of verse 2 it says, For thereby some, those who are alert, not just to their own needs, but to those around them, whereby some have entertained, what's the next word? Angels, not just messengers of the Lord, angelic beings, unawares. They didn't realize who they were caring for. Now let's apply this. Don't be so consumed with meeting your own needs that you become mindless about showing hospitality to others. Question, is that a danger? Can you be so engrossed in, in taking care of your needs and fixing your problems that people are passing you by and they have needs too, but you're not seeing it. It's, it's a problem, right? Guilty as charged. You don't know how God might use you to be a blessing to someone in the household of faith, and you don't know if God might even use you to minister to one of his angels. Have you ever thought of that? Wow. And by the way, why are those angels here? They're ministering spirits sent here to minister to you. You get to return the favor. Wow. Have you ever thought about someday you'll walk a gold street in heaven and recognize somebody, but it's not a man? Ah, you look familiar. Yeah, I visited you. And by the way, here's how I helped you, and you didn't even know it. An angel. I'm guessing you didn't see wings either, but anyway, that's a, that's a side point. Okay. Even as you and your family enjoy each other's hospitality, company, from time to time, include other believers in what you are doing. And just be alert to what you hear. And we have a perfect comfort of the Holy Spirit of God. God himself lives in you. And if he rings your bell about somebody's need, reach out and see how they're doing. Meet the need. Now, there's something else in the text that impairs and threatens our love towards the brethren, causing that love to be cut off. And it's the theme of what we're looking at this morning is persecution. Note verse 3. Remember them that are in bonds, 
chains, as bound with them. The wording here again, we are prisoners together. We already know we're all aliens here, right? The longer I live, the less this feels like home. We're all aliens here. And some are feeling it in greater ways because they are being threatened by those who their citizenship is here. Again, the perfect tense, the wording here of bound means that it is a complete and constant reality. You are completely bound to the Afghanis that you heard talked about on the video. Have you ever thought about that? So when things began to fall apart over there and the withdrawal was poorly mismanaged, well, I'm glad I don't have family over there. Yes, you did. And you do. Our family in Christ, they're there. Again, this isn't us and them. We are one body in Christ, one Lord, one faith, one baptism. They may be suffering adversity and that they're facing the evil mistreatment at the hands of God's enemies. We may not be facing that same mistreatment nonetheless. Notice what the verse says. You yourselves also are in the body. We're the body of Christ. And so 1 Corinthians 12, 26 reminds us, and whether one member suffer, all the members suffer with it, or one member is honored, all the members rejoice in it. We are one body in Christ. So let brotherly love continue. See each other as family in Christ. And your family in Christ is as real as your family members sitting there in the pew with you. In fact, there's one family where you are going to spend all eternity with them. There's another family where you may not spend eternity with all of them. So let brotherly love continue. And we're all hated in Christ. I should say we're loved in Christ, we're hated because of Christ. Suffering is our calling in the name of Christ. So think it not strange when the fiery trial comes in Afghanistan or China or even here in America. So as we close, we may not be able to show hospitality to persecuted brethren around the world, but we should try. Voice of the Martyrs. There's an organization where you can give to them and they are working behind lines to help believers. Recently, here in our church, we gave a gift to the believers in Myanmar. Remember that? We gave a large gift that was given to a pastor who's got a connection with a lot of other pastors simply to try to help believers there be able to eat. Good news, you helped with that. Praise the Lord. That, though, is what Hebrews 13 is talking about. But even more importantly, and it was mentioned over and over, 
by our brethren. We can pray for those facing persecution and imprisonment around the world. As the men sang this morning, when you walk through the water, I'll be with you. When you walk through the fire, you'll not be consumed. Well, that's just imagery. No, that is literal, folks. It's literal. This morning, there are believers being tortured because they believe what you do. We need to be praying for Their first request, and I'm going to ask you to go to your bulletin. You received an insert in that today. Their first request is that we pray. Open it up. It's right there on the inside. And then there's this admonition to use this free bookmark to pray for our persecuted family around the world. So if you tear this off, there's another perforated edge. This is great. Take that off and you'll see on the back, ways, 10 ways to pray. We've given you this in another form a year ago. But here it is again, wherever you keep your devotional material, wherever you're going to be reminded to pray, and here is how you can pray specifically. Then let me ask you to do this, go deeper in your prayers. You can fill this in, it won't cost you anything, send it to Voice of the Martyrs and they will send you a prayer global guide to pray through the year for specific needs and specific people. So the invitation this morning is simply this. I'm not going to ask anyone to come forward, but would you as a Christian be willing to commit to the Lord? First, I'm going to be aware of my own hospitality and care for, out of love, the love of Christ. I'm going to care for my fellow believers and yes, those in the world. You loving the world, you loving Muslims in this area can help draw them to Christ. And we're commanded to do it. We get to do it. Would you be willing to say to the Lord, I will be aware of my, my personal care for my brethren, their suffering. Lord, use me to be a blessing. Then number two, Lord, I will pray. I will pray for the persecuted church. There's a reminder in your prayer sheet every week, right at the top of that, that updated list, pray for the persecuted church. But then would you be willing to say to the Lord, I'm going to go deeper, and I'm going to pray for brothers and sisters in Christ, in Iran, in India, in Myanmar, Afghanistan, China, Somalia. We go on and on. Let's bow our heads. Father, thank you for these reminders today. Thank you that you're greater. Thank you that the gates of hell won't prevail. Father, thank you that you're sending Jesus back soon. And Lord, you're going to show the whole world who's really in charge. But Jesus, you came the first time to save and, and you've delayed your second coming the day of the Lord, because you want to continue to save. That's why we're here. So Lord, would you help each of us this morning to commit to care for the body, your body, 
and then to pray for the body. Thank you for listening. If you have questions about your relationship with God or you would like to know more about the ministry of Good News Baptist Church, please visit us online at goodnewsbaptist.org or call us at 757-488-3241. We encourage you to share this message with others. We trust your heart was challenged as you listened and God's word has had an impact on your life as together we strive to show forth the path of life. Press on.